live. But this is um, Studio Studio A. Studio A. We're back. <laughs> so we're yeah, we're back live last, from Studio A. Last two have been. Last two have been in Studio B. Yep. But we brought out the, the top studio. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> for, for this one here. So folks, Thank this is Synergy Stories. Um, Chris McPhee here with Travis McIsaac. We'll introduce ourselves this time because apparently, um, according to our feedback experts, we haven't been introducing ourselves. But we're like eight episodes in, so if you don't know by now. <laughs> <laughs> but what if we have a cameo? Like, what if, like, let's say, like, Bruce Rainey or somebody oh, sits yeah. in, you know? Yeah. Although I don't think they'll get confused. Denny King. Denny King might come in. Yeah. The premier. But anyway, very special <laughs> guest today. Uh, Mr. Tommy McGuigan, um, guy we've got to know over the last number of years, training here at the, at, at the gym. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about um, his experience in Special Olympics. It's quite extensive. I've told people this week he might be the most decorated PEI athlete um, we have around yeah. right now. And uh, the one thing before we get going about Tommy... Um, one thing we've we've noticed with you, Tommy, the last number of years training here, is uh, your awesome demeanor. Very very high level leadership with yeah. the group. Um, always hard working, always positive. Working with guys, and we've had some leaders on already, so we're we're really thrilled to have you on and and Matthew McNally here. I just wanted to make sure the official title, program director for Special Olympics PEI, yeah. um, that. Awesome relationship over the last number of years. We, we love working with your groups. It's always a, a first class organization, a first class individual. So yeah, it's hard to believe it's been like five years. Like twenty fifteen, we started training here, um, and it was mainly because of um, a provincial team effort, and and we haven't stopped. We just kept going year round ever since. So really excited. And we've had. Do you know what? The only flack we've ever had was days that we canceled. And some yeah. people show up and they're hungry for a workout. Yeah. One day, it was just Shane McPhee showing up. I've had Shane on a couple times. And whether he just didn't get the memo or, or whatnot, but me and him had a one-on-one -on -one epic duel one day. Athletes I'm are sore for days. Yeah. Oh, they're so <laughs> grateful for the opportunity. Um, a cost-free uh, performance training um, yeah, some athletes are going both days, the Thursdays and Saturday mornings. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's one that like athletes ask the question, you know, if I'm not on a provincial team, can I still come? Cause they love the culture. Mm -hmm. They love the workout. Uh, and so it's about half and half. I'd say the group is, uh, half provincial team. And then the, the yeah. rest are, are athletes that just want to commit to a, a healthier lifestyle. So yeah. Cool. So the timing of this episode. It's pretty big. So, Tommy, you've got uh, some big stuff coming up here. Um, tell us about when you guys leave for the National Games. In, and they always pick really tropical places. <laughs> I think last time was, was a Cornerbrook, Newfoundland. Yeah. And now Thunder Bay, Ontario. So tell us, when do you leave? What's all the preparations leading up to there? And then tell our audience how many, how many nationals this is going to be. Well, we leave... On the 23rd of February, and we're going to Thunder Bay. And we've been training, our floor hockey team has been training at Birchwood for, for quite a bit there. Our first bit of training 
um, our train started out of Cody Banks, and that was the last year in August there, and went for a while and stopped, and then started back up again in September at Birchwood, and finished up there last week. But our last one's going to be at the Murphy Center because they're using the gym for wrestling and everything like that. <laughs> so this Sunday coming up would be our last. So, Tommy, this is your 11th games? 11th, 11th for Rocky National. Wow. He's actually been to 18 national 18, 18 competitions, national. but this is 11 for floor hockey, yeah. Yeah. So what were the other ones for before? Or the other ones? Floor hockey? Of, other than floor hockey, there's been like about five nationals for softball. Wow. Plus one world games that I went away to for softball in 2011. Right. And where were those at, the, the World Games? The World Games were in, in Athens, Greece. Oh, wow. So you've traveled. Yeah. And also <laughs> for two athletics. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So you're obviously a pretty well-rounded athlete. You're not just a hockey guy. No, I've done floor hockey for quite a while. I got up into doing softball because I took a break from track and field to see some other sport right. I would like to do in Softball sort of came to my mind there. Right. I guess the obvious question is, do you have a do you have a favorite sport or a preferred sport or? No, I pretty like much like them all and yeah. everything. Nice, good. And what about growing up? Did you play a lot of different sports? Um, growing up, I tried myself with a sort of house league hockey there and everything, and I started out playing in nets, but I couldn't because at the time, my I hit up. An, an eye that was sort of bad and everything like that. Right. So I played out for a while and just I could, didn't have any balance on skates. But I would watch my brother play junior hockey and stuff like yeah. that. And you talked about even before um, Special Olympics was here in PEI, um, you transitioned then from uh, ice hockey to joining a, a little club that uh, was playing floor hockey. Um, even before it was Special Olympics, there was a group yeah. of athletes meeting. Um, so you've been, you've been uh, participating before we even existed. Yeah. PEI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty So special. who would be... So would C.Y. Holland have been your... He's been coaching for a while. He came right after I came. He actually... My first coach that I had, the coaches I had were Sue Fraser and um, Chris, oh, I forget his last name there, but he, um, they, those two were our very first two coaches. Right. And then CY came in right after that. Chris Bannock, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then CY took over for Chris Bannock right after that. So I'm guessing you've seen there's been a big change in the makeup of the team. Who would be the next longest serving next to you? Next to me? Um, probably Jared A. a-, a- Flex or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Jared. He came, he came right around in the 90s. Sniper. He's like the Ovechkin. Yeah. He's he, right around, right after me there. He loves and, it. Yeah. And probably, I think, even Wally. Okay. 
Wally and Jared. Yeah, there was quite a big group that kind of came yeah. in from the next wave. Yeah, the next waves were right around in the 90s. Wally came around in the late 90s. And Jared and Jeremy's chivalry, whatever, right. was back now. It's like they came around in the early 90s or something like that. Yeah. Wow. It's really almost 30 years. Yeah. Well, it was a year, there was actually a year that it sort of, there was no programs and it sort of was sort of a stalemate. Right. And then, so then all, they had it. This guy, I, a friend I know, we were trying to, see if we could get go to the government and stuff to so get money they get it back and nothing was working so that's when the whole idea with the fundraising came about mm-hmm. they get come back that way mm-hmm. and your brother-in-law kevin yeah i didn't realize that you guys were related oh yeah I, he him and my sister yeah were like i didn't i i knew kev for years and I never made that connection until probably last summer you told me that. So yeah, yeah. Do you there, know? there was one. You know how I found out? One day Tommy came in and Kevin goes, "Those are my track pants." <laughs> <laughs> and and I said, those do look an awful lot like Team Canada track pants. Yeah, he gave those to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's probably got a few track pants and track suits. Um, so do you go to most of those games, Tommy? Like the Islanders games? Um, I did for a while. Yeah. But I got I get the tickets off of Kevin and everything yeah. through my sister there yep. when she was alive and everything she would sort of help me out that way. Yeah. And Tommy mentioned um, the World Games in twenty eleven. I know that you've always talked about that as being one of your um, main memories in in Special Olympics. Oh, yeah. And um, a lot of people. Um, a lot of people think that Special Olympics games happen after an Olympics, but it's actually the Paralympics that happen right. then, right? Yeah. So uh, we always kind of like to clear that up a little bit because uh, we're in a winter cycle right now, going to a national games, but the the Olympic cycle is is preparing for ty- Tokyo in, in twenty twenty, right? So we're yeah we're on a winter while they're on a on yeah. A summer. And I think another thing is too is like with the winter and the summer games, the winter games are always four years apart mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. summer like basically two years apart mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay um just to kind of ask you to remember i guess here tommy but you know almost you know nine years ago in greece but how was it different preparing for a world games versus like a national or was it was it different or like, it was yeah it would be basically more different than doing it comparing in a national over yeah to a world um, level because nationals as you get paired through sort of a provincial type of thing like okay. you qualify that way yeah and then when you go to the nationals you're sort of qualifying again mm-hmm. and then you sort of have to it gets more amped up and everything right so were you more nervous or was it just well kind of it's basically you're going to, to another country and, right. and you see different new people and yeah. stuff like that and so what we did is like, like our send off we basically have here with the national games, but when you go to the worlds, you you fly over to Toronto. They have a little sort of a send off thing there for you there, and it's sort of like a parade of some kind. And the one that year, we stayed at, at the old Royal York. Okay. For, and 
for a few days and then we flew from there from Toronto to Montreal and then from Montreal we flew about roughly 12 hours from there to Athens wow and did you guys stay in like a like an athlete's village type spot or was it a- uh it was sort of like a a hotel okay yeah. But like we, for one full week, we stayed in a, an aisle of roads. And we, we were from Athens. We went from there on these ferry boats that we kind of have here. Cool. And it was like about maybe the same, roughly 10, 11 hours or so. Yeah. And we hit the, there was no place to sleep. So we had all these, a few of the athletes had these yoga mats that they to roll out and lie on the floor and, and put the lounge chairs together and sleep on them like yeah. that. So when we finally got there, we got ourselves settled and we all stayed sort of in some of us in one room together, bedroom together, sort of idea. Cool. And uh, when you go to a national and worlds, something that's a little different than uh, say generic sport is like we're always traveling as a team, right? Like mm. we're. We're in a big group uh, together. Um, we stay in the same hotels. We do the same things, like on the same schedule, that sort of thing. Yes. Yeah. So, so, so you got to connect then with athletes across our country. Yeah, like say like uh, the U.S., Russia, uh, New Zealand, um, places like that. Yeah, that's a cool experience. So you guys were gone for like. Two weeks for two the weeks, games? Oh, yeah. a, a full week in roads. Yeah, and then after that we went on the boats from the roads to Athens to right. to compete. And then how long are you generally gone for like a national games? About a week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So, so we heard it from Tommy's perspective. You guys are ramping up, getting ready in terms of your preparation, your practice, and all that stuff. Matthew, from your standpoint, I'm guessing this is something that you guys have circled, you know, year or two out. Yeah. Um, just talk to us a little bit about the magnitude of it. How many athletes are gone? Yeah. Where are you guys at? Yeah. So for this this Winter Games, uh, extremely proud of this group. Um, and you're right. It starts way back in their community programs. Um, athletes um, kind of qualify in a sense by attending a weekly program. Uh, that is a diverse group of competitive athletes and non-competitive athletes and so they train every week uh, in a specific sport and uh, for the winter cycle athletes would have selected their winter competitive sports about three years ago uh, and then uh, after that they, they qualify at a provincial meet and we travel to New Brunswick to, um, to do that just the size of our province we combine with with our neighbors and and so uh, our floor hockey team specifically would have attended uh, New Brunswick games uh, to qualify and Tommy and his teammates. And, um, and then, yeah, plans start for nationals. So we have, we have 38 athletes on our team PEI um, and they're supported by about 19 coach mission staff um, who, who travel to support them kind of on the field and off the field throughout the games. Um, and the games itself are pretty big. There's about 900 athletes that are attending the, the national games. So it'll be a very exciting time and I'm really proud of uh, all the hard work that our team's been in, uh, been doing the last year uh, leading up to the nationals. And we got a few newbies. We got seven athletes that are uh, going to the games for the very first time. So that's really exciting. Uh, and the more experienced athletes like yeah. Tommy 
uh, for them to be able to travel with that that type of leader is, is pretty special. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Kind of on that note, Tommy, you know, this is your 11th for, for floor hockey. Is it... Is, does it get easier? Like, are you less nervous? Or I, I'm sure you're still excited, but are you more? I don't know. I don't know what the word is, but are you like? Does it get easier? Like, do you know what to expect when you've done it so many times? Yeah, basically. I mean, I've been in it for a long time, and it's changed. Yeah. For quite a bit, like originally when I started on, like there was like right I only see like. There was no training like yeah. the synergy. There was, there was no training like we do, like we're doing now. Yeah, it was basically like the first few ones that I did. They were like during the summertime, mm-hmm. and with it being a sort of like a fall program, it was like you went away. Like my first one to Toronto was in August, right. and then Edmonton was in July, and Calgary. The first time I went away to Calgary was in. Summertime, it was in July too. And then in 92 in Summerside, which was probably the last time that for it, it was in, in July. So it was sort of basically that idea. But then, you know, basically as it came out of that way and then into being like what it is now, it got more so one way or the other. Right. Yeah, and there's so I mentioned floor hockey, but there are six other sports attending. Uh, so we got curling, cross country, snowshoe, figure skating, speed skating for the very first time, which is exciting. Um, and what did I miss? Our, uh, yeah, no, I think that's everybody. So will they all be in one week? Oh, five pin bowlers. Sorry. Yeah. yeah so they're all in one week. Uh, we get there on Sunday afternoon. Uh, on the twenty third, they have a day off. Um, but there's a healthy athletes program um, initiated by Special Olympics Canada that offer health screenings, free health screenings to athletes. So our team will have an opportunity to go through various screenings and receive uh, whether if they need free eyewear or, or orthotics or um, hearing aids, you name it, uh, that, that'll all be provided to them. Uh, so that's a Monday kind of down day. And then we get right into practices on Tuesday, uh, curling get into divisioning, which um, is another unique thing about Special Olympics, the divisioning. So athletes in team sports and individual sports are grouped with other athletes of similar ability. So uh, Tommy, even though um, you're on the older spectrum, uh, you, you, you're going to be playing athletes on the on the court that could be 13 years of age, right? And and it's all about basing it about uh, on ability uh, yeah. and, and making fair play. So. And so here's another thing too. One of my um, times I was away for the Nationals for floor hockey, which was in Edmonton, there was actually two um, players on my team that year, about the age you were saying, mm-hmm. and they were both deaf, so they would use sign language, and they would oh. sort of swear in sign language to back <laughs> one another. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be something to see. Um. You just you just kind of mentioned a few places you've been, Tommy. So you mentioned Calgary, Edmonton, Toronto, Summerside. Um, having been to so many games, have you been to any spot more than once? Uh yes, Calgary. Calgary. Right. Calgary in eighty six, 
and then in 96, Calgary again. Okay. When it became sort of what it is like right now. Yeah. You right. should write a book, Tommy. You're like a human sport <laughs> and and here's, See, here's another thing. You were talking about bowling. Actually, in 86, that year, when I was also away for Calgary, bowling in that time was part of the same games as floor hockey. Okay. It was just sort of, at that time, it sort of broke apart and went into the summer and floor hockey was still there. Mm-hmm. And hey, they had curl along with it and everything. But now all of a sudden, the two were about back together. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should be on like an Air Miles commercial. Or <laughs> 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 those like, the guy wheeled through the airport that's like freaking fly or whatever. Oh, you mentioned like the work that goes into a team like this, like, uh, yeah, and starting way, way back in the, in the kind of the ground community level. Uh, but it's an incredible amount of team work that happens uh, to make it possible just because uh, we rely on volunteers, we rely on donors to make all this possible and uh, incredible team at, at the SO office and team of volunteers that support our team uh, commit a week away from their work to, to go to games and volunteer um, for athletes, island athletes is, is pretty incredible. Um, and each year it seems like we are very fortunate to have more and more donors, uh, more and more dollars come in through our draft and athlete and booster program and, um, and our community groups fundraising. I know, Tommy, you've been a part of those groups too on the ground fundraising. Um, oh yeah, and I, and I remember when the whole thing started with the, the winter analysis and stuff. Like, not so much now, but I remember there used to be things where they had like um, a male fashion show kind of idea. <laughs> they had a, a spaghetti dinner at its Smitty's. They do um, chocolate belt or sales or something, whatever like that. Of course, the pancake breakfast pancake that they always yeah. seem to have and stuff. Yeah. That kind of idea. Yeah. She's like, if you invite us to that stuff, I'm going to send Travis to the fashion show. <laughs> and, and I'm going to go do the pancakes. Oh, and yeah. the spaghetti dinner. So sign me up for those. Put Travis in. Neither of us have any fashion And also, like, <laughs> during the summertime when we go get prepared for that, I don't know they like they haven't that much now because of the sort of the water shorts during the summertime. Mm-hmm. But... Before they would always have like a car wash. Okay. I mean, they didn't do it the last time when we were when we went we're going to Anikinish because of the water shortage and everything. Mm-hmm. But before they would always have like a a car wash or like a barbecue type of idea. Okay. Nice. Um, I have two quick hockey questions, Tommy. Who's your favorite team? Montreal. Look at that watch. <laughs> Look at the watch. <laughs> That's my favorite team right there. He's got the watch, and we should note that in the studio we have a Beliveau jersey and a Henri Richard jersey. So, mm-hmm. oh. it's tough We're, as a Leafs fan to sit here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, if, if the listeners can already tell that Tommy's a very smart individual by you know his recollection dates and his ability to observe, but now with the Montreal Canadiens, that's just the icing on the cake. That's the whole new stratosphere. And second question, favorite position? What's your favorite oh position? Oh my gosh. Um, my favorite position, I got played them all, but it would have to be defense. Yeah. You like defense? I like playing defense. Is there a reason? Well... It's basically, you know, 
I like playing wing and stuff like that and able to go up and score and stuff like that. Yeah. But I, the, a defenseman is like a goalie. Right. It's like it's the second best mm-hmm. player or whatever. You know how to play and everything. And you get to stop the other fourth from coming down and doing certain defensive plays. Yeah. <clears throat> nice. So, Matthew, just um, from you know, the organizational standpoint, um, people are listening here today. How can people get involved to support athletes like Tommy? Um, just speak to like kind of the adopt at the athlete thing that you have. Mm-hmm. Is motion ball also something that goes in line with that? Like it's, it's a national, it's a national, um, entity itself, an organization, um, that has a, a board here that, um, are amazing. A uh, group of, of young entrepreneurs who have a passion to raise funds for Special Olympics, and they so Motion Ball is a one-day sport festival where um, corporate groups enter a team and, and match up on different sports, and are paired with a Special Olympics athlete, um, and a majority of those funds stay right here in PEI, which is pretty exciting. Um, but one of the that event is 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 awesome because there's a group invested aside from special O staff so we can use our resources in other ways um, but yeah to get involved in special O like really we found that any individual can uh, whether it's your time uh, through volunteering at, at a single day event or, or an ongoing basis uh, your money if, if you're fortunate enough to be able to give that way um, any dollar amount will, will help support our teams and, our, and even our local programs uh, because we offer programs from youth that are two years old all the way uh, to when they choose not to come again, so of all ages. And, um, and then during our provincial team time, there's a draft an athlete um, campaign that goes on. So for $850, um, corporate groups or individuals can, can draft an athlete on the team and that helps uh, with with their cost to games. So it's about $2,100 a person to go. And if you do the math on 57 people, it's, it's quite a large sum of money that's required uh, to send a team to a national games. And, and certainly we get some support federally from Sport Canada to, to support our, our training and our equipment, that sort of thing. Uh, but every dollar really counts. So those are two, two really main ways uh, your time and money would be and then support like online if, if if all you can do is cheer and share the message of of um you know the capabilities of these individuals who are training at their absolute hardest at uh at a national stage uh it's really incredible across the country to see the ability that's out there um at these games like it, it's inc- it's absolutely incredible i think we're getting tommy fired up <laughs> <laughs> He's going to go join the noon class. So you, leave, you leave the 23rd. What's the date of the send-off, guys, and where? The date of the send-off is the 19th, next Wednesday. Okay. Yeah, so we're, we're meeting at the McMillan Hall, so the Student Union Building on the UPI campus. And uh, we'll get everybody in the doors by 6.30 would be great, and we'll, we'll start the celebration. Yes, and also right after that, I have another kind of thing happening, too. Sports yeah, so got a busy night that night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sports PI yeah. is recognizing me for my national award that I won last November. Yeah. 
Yes, Tommy, you're busy, man. <laughs> yeah. Tommy received a Lifetime uh, Achievement lifetime Award, achievement, yeah. Frank Hayden Lifetime Achievement Award, uh, which is a very prestigious honor for any athlete. And uh, yeah, maybe you could talk about that a little bit, Tommy, your, your opportunity to go to Toronto and, and what that was like. Well, what it was like, well, first off, when I got the call from Charity, I, I, I had no idea what she was calling me for. And then when she mentioned it to me and had... I saw the three-way conference call and we were talking about it and everything. And then, like, how I basically um, had to not tell anyone to let them know until it got basically out and everything. So when that happened, and then when we went to Toronto, and oh, it was just basically unbelievable. Because mm. usually... Don't they wait until you retire to give you a lifetime achievement award? Like you're still He just won't retire. You're still competing. They don't I even in your speech you said I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's like Tom Brady. It's, no, it's just that I love see, there's another guy that I know of from New <clears throat> Burke from New Brunswick. And when I started, like I was like close to 20 and he was like in his 50s and then now he's like 70 something and still going so I look at him and I say when I die yeah. it'll be the same way you know yeah yeah why not you're still performing well I mean yeah yeah you're still doing them wall sits <laughs> what you're still doing them wall sits holding the medicine ball yeah 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 and whenever you slack a little bit Jen usually gives you a kick in the ball too. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've noticed. Well, oh. Charity special. This would be the first time that you're going to a national games with your wife. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We actually have three couples on the team. Yeah. Yes, um, me and her and uh, Jeff and Aranda yeah. and Billy and Jen. Yeah. That's cool. Nice. I have. We're gonna hit them with the big question. The big oh, jeez. I, I have it underlined. Oh, oh, jeez. What's this now? <laughs> Um, so basically, we've asked all of our guests, Tommy, if you had a theme song, what would it be? Uh, theme song. Uh, would be... Uh, you think, Matt, uh, what would your theme song? Well, I'll tell you, Team PEI has a theme song. Uh, we're really excited that um, the East Pointers Winter Green nice. is going to be yeah. nice. uh, played throughout the week uh, as we celebrate like our daily videos on, on Facebook and YouTube. We're going to have Winter Green playing, uh, and that'll be playing as we come in to the send-off night oh. to Tommy. So that's I, our team theme song. I think I, ha I think I know what it is. It would be the song by a uh, song called Don't Stop Believing." Journey. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. And I think another one would be by Survivor. The Eye of the Tiger. Those are... Tiger. The Rocky awesome. soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. Those are good choices. Those are great choices. Now, will you have those in your earphones before one of the games or what? <laughs> well, either or, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just whatever you're feeling. Well, yeah. Great yeah. team playlist. Yeah. 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 Good Those story. are three good songs. All three are good, yeah. Yeah. Good choices. 
Way better than Kenny McDougal's. So. <laughs> <laughs> Way better. Yeah, those are good. Awesome. Thanks for your time, Tom. Oh, Matthew, thanks for coming in. No, thank you, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah thank you very much. Excited for this partnership. Yeah. Had to chat with you guys a little more. So. so you guys will be in Saturday. So we'll see you. See you Saturday. See you Saturday. And then, uh, best of luck. Thank you. Yeah. Have a thank great very much. in Ontario. Nice. Yes. Yeah. It, it'll be nice and it'll be balmy in Thunder Bay <laughs> this time. Uh, summer time, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Winter time. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> they struck some fear into us saying that like typical was minus thirty wow. during that time of the year, uh, but the long oh. range is down around minus fifteen. So I think we're getting to get it pretty good actually. Tom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I I know I know probably a place is probably a bit colder than maybe even Thunder Bay, and my nephew lives out that way by uh, Fort Mac. Oh uh, yeah. I I got last year or whatever it was I saw on Facebook there it showed. Minus 40 with the wind chill, minus 50. Oh, <laughs> no thanks. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks a lot, Okay.